Hey fam, in 2019, I traveled to Rwanda, Africa to see a ministry called Africa New Life up close and personal. Africa New Life exists to break Rwanda's poverty cycle through education. Now, during my trip, I met a very special family and their daughter named Sandrine Ishamwe. Sandrine's family had faced struggles, but their grit and their spirit and their hope taught me so much about resilience in the face of hardship. For three years now, I've been Sandrine's educational sponsor, giving a little each month to make sure she can attend school consistently and access basic medical care. Now, I want to invite you to join me on this journey, this incredible, transformative, redemptive journey. For just $39 a month, you too can give the gift of education. All you got to do is visit africanewlife.org forward slash Tony and see the students awaiting sponsorship. Thanks. Hey fam, welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am your host, Tony Collier, and each series we lean into the stories of women and men that uncover their brokenness and practically show us all how they've rebuilt their lives with hope and grit. Come on, come on, let's lean in. Well, we are here with another episode of the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I'm Tony Collier. And man, I want to prepare you for this episode. Um, it is the beautiful and God fearing April Daniels. She is the wife to the late LaShawn Big Shiz Daniels. He is a Grammy Award winning songwriter and producer. And gosh, he and April has just done some incredible things in the music space, in Hollywood, in on red carpets. I mean, all of these beautiful environments that they've gotten to be in. But one thing that's very different about them is that they held really strong to their faith. Well, a few years ago, April got a call um, that her husband had tragically passed away. And something that she says on this episode is that the moment I knew that he was gone, I also knew I was on assignment. She says there's just something inside of her that made her kind of get up and take the grieving process and turn it into moments of pursuit of what God had for her, how she could use her platform and her voice and her influence to actually bring healing for other people. And gosh, don't we just want to be like those people? Don't we admire those people that take some of the most painful parts of their story and they say, yeah, I need to grieve and I need to heal. But as I'm grieving and I'm healing, I will not hide. I will be a light to others. There was also a really crazy moment in the podcast where April's unpacking this story and she talks about um, this artist that tells her th these just profound words that she holds on to these day. And we realized right in the middle of the episode, as she was saying these words, it is actually a tattoo that I have which is such a God wink, y'all. This is one of those episodes where you just smile and shake your head and say, gosh, God is really a God that's on purpose. And it's a good one. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. I hope that as you're listening, you decide to follow April Daniels. Look at what she's doing in her sphere of influence, but also that you would grab this link and text somebody and repost it and maybe for someone that you know that's grieving that's lost someone maybe this episode will give them some hope and maybe even some grit let's dive in well hey fam it is tony and i am gosh so absolutely excited um gosh we are on episode five this has been an incredible season so far, our very first season of the Still Coloring podcast. And the whole you know, theme around this season has been brave enough to be broken. And if you've been listening along, you've probably cried already. You didn't hurt us not cry on this thing. And I don't expect today to be any different. Let me just say that. Um, 
But I'm excited. I'm excited because many of you listeners, you have recognize some of the names and the authors and the speakers, these Christian leaders and um, that have been on the podcast. And that's great and amazing. But I'm excited because for many of you, I'm going to introduce you to someone um, that I'm just really excited for you to hear from today. Um, I always say this, I, I never want to get ahead of God. And, and, we, and I kind of don't have to and you don't have to either, because what happens is that when God puts you in a season where you're supposed to be in and you're obedient to him, what happens is he starts to show you the direction that you're supposed to go in. And when I processed through this season, I said, Lord, who do you want me to have on this show? And and you, and you pop, pop this guest in my head. And, I, and then I started thinking about how this even happened in the first place. And it was just God. I was literally scrolling on Instagram and I got a whole bunch of followers randomly. I think this was like June, 2020. And I was like, why are people following me? People that I don't know, people that I'm not connected to. And I never know because I suck at Instagram. But then I go to my mentions and I see April Daniels has tagged me in this post that just says broken crayons still color. And and I'm like, oh, wow, this is really crazy. She's verified. I don't know what's happening here. I go down this deep stalkerish Instagram road. Okay. <laughs> I do. I go down this road and I start to read about her story and I'm Googling her and I'm Googling her husband. And I'm like, this is so wild. We share a couple of DMs. I got to be a part of her magazine, the mind blowing magazine. And it's just crazy. And it's this random connection. And fast forward, I'm launching a podcast and the Lord says, reach out to her. She's got a story to be told. She's got pain that she's processed through and maybe is still processing through and she can bless your listeners I said okay thank you God for that revelation I hope she says yes well she did say yes and she is on the show April how are you doing (laughs) I am wonderful thank you for asking how are you I'm really really excited and honored that's the that's probably the best words that I could say about having you Listen, on the show. Feelings are mutual. I am always <laughs> honored by the places God is allowing me to go, tables yeah. he's allowing me to sit at. And yeah. So it's just as much of an honor to be here with you Come as you on. say it is for me to be here. Come so, on. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, there's one thing that I want the listeners to to understand and to hold, and it's this truth, that our individual stories are not powerful enough to change the idea that our brokenness doesn't discount us. If there's anything the enemy wants to do is he wants to say, oh, you didn't messed up. You got too mm-hmm. much baggage. You've been yeah. through too much. You're not strong enough. I mean, he just loves to whisper those eyes or, or those lies in our ears. And what happens when we start locking arms with other people that have been through hard stories yeah. and painful moments and they're still doing incredible things is that people get to say, oh, well, dang, if it I could hate. happen for Tony and it can happen for April, then it can happen for me, yeah. too. And that's what this episode is all about. It's this idea that we can have deep pain and still mm-hmm. hold our heads up and hold legacy and keep creating some real beautiful stuff in this world. And April, you've been creating beautiful stuff, okay? Thank you got you. all kinds of stuff popping. I, I usually don't do this, but I want you to talk a little bit about all that you're doing. I mean, we're talking about a tour is coming up yeah. like July 30th. You're yeah. going to be in Houston, Texas. I'm like, now, wait a minute. Okay. That's my, that's my hometown. <laughs> Where are we going? Talk about all yeah. the things that you've got going on, girl. Oh my goodness. It is just, it's been a whirlwind, but it's, it's truly been a blessed adventure. Um, obviously, well, I don't want to say obviously, but um, when I lost my husband, I had just taken my test for real estate school. Mm. So I, I started off in that space and had this amazing vision of what that would look like upon completion. And, you know, I, I passed the national sell the state. Mm. So I ended up going back. I did pass. I am a licensed realtor in Come North on. Carolina. Um, I learned in that process that it didn't mean as much to me as it did when I had my champion with me. Mm. And so I kind of transitioned from that and, you know, I'm like, look, I done been through too much to get this license. I'm not going to let it <laughs> I'm go. Use it. I'm going to keep okay. this thing. Right. 
but I'm going to be open to where God takes me. I just really wanted to just, for the first time in my life, really take my hand off of mm. what my future should look like, what my goals should look like. Yeah. Still be motivated, still be available to be used by God, Come but on. just taking my own expectation off of things and just being, I guess, wild by God. Yeah. And so um, he allowed Stacy, um, editor, uh, uh, Stacy Moore, the editor in chief of Mind Blowing Magazine, yeah. to reach out to me. And she asked me to be the inaugural cover. And, you know, I was kind of like, what? Me? <laughs> Why? You know, but I was like, okay, let me sit with this. And, mm. you know, I just felt in my spirit, my team, it didn't quite make sense because they were like, she has 30 followers. Uh, you know, like, this <laughs> doesn't 30. really make sense. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You know, and I'm like, but I feel that I'm being led to do it. It mm. was spiritual for me. Yeah. It wasn't for the moment. It wasn't for the to be seen. It, it, wow. just, it wasn't about that. It was just my heart connected with hers and what mm. she was doing. And I was like, let's do it. We did it. Um, from there, I got to learn more about Stacey and I just fell in love with her even yeah. more. I loved what she was trying to do with the magazine. And so part of my team became her team moving forward with the magazine. Yeah. And so... Um, they were doing it and I was over on the sideline applauding them. Yeah. But then I was like, hey, is it possible for me to have a writing space in the magazine? Mm. And at the time, I was simultaneously writing a book about uh, just how God's been in my life. Uh, evident, not evident, but always there. Come on. And so I was like, this would be great for me to kind of have this opportunity to write for this publication while I'm writing for the other one. And just really, I guess for me, I wanted people to believe me as a writer. Mm. I know I have a lot to tell, mm. a lot to say, but it's a difference when yeah, you have to go with what you're saying. And so I was like, this would be an amazing thing for me to just kind of develop myself as a writer over here. And so that's where the girlfriend's corner started. Um, once we got in there, I just, it was like, first I was at ankles, the, and the water was at my ankles, then it was at my knees, and yeah. now I'm just like, floating on the raft. Come on! I was like, you know, God, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. Yeah. And then ultimately, uh, Stacey asked me, would I be interested in being the editorial director, because mm. I had been consulting a lot behind the scenes with the publication, and I was like, you had me at hello. Yes, absolutely, Come on. let's get this party started. Come on. Um, from there... We've developed the tour, the Girlfriend's Corner tour. Yeah. Um, we wanted to bring to life what was a space I created for women just to see a piece of themselves in my journey. Mm. Everything I write is from my experience, yeah. where I'm at, where I've been. And just really, I've always been transparent. Yeah. That's something me and my husband have always been like crazy enough to say, this is what happened. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so with that, you know, we created this event to bring the column to life. Yeah. And when you said lock arms, it's so crazy because at the end of our first, uh, our tour date, which was the end of March, mm. we ended with locking arms on, oh, a, on, on the panel. And, you know, we just really wanted to reiterate through everything we've been through individually, collectively, wow. that God is still present, no matter the disappointment, no matter the frustration, no matter how many no's you hear, yeah. no matter what you lose, no matter what's been taken from you, God is always on the throne and he's always working things out. Yeah. We don't always get to see that complete masterpiece mm. right then and there, Come but on. no, he has never let his hand off of you. And so, you know, I'm just, I've always been about women, unity, yeah. um, being transparent, yeah. just so that we can heal and grow from one another. I don't believe God gives us testimonies mm. to be solid. And so that's just the whole power Come of what on. I've been doing, where I'm at. And I said a mouthful. No, I love I'm it. Let you talk now. <laughs> hey, fam, it's Tony. Listen, I wanted to take a moment to share a very special connection that God created in my life several years ago. In 2019, I traveled to Rwanda, Africa to see a ministry called Africa New Life up close and personal. Africa New Life exists to break Rwanda's poverty cycle by equipping its young people with education. Now, you know, I love a good story where people are empowered to overcome their obstacles and their brokenness. Now, my trip that summer was a bit overwhelming, but honestly, it was in the best way. I met a very special family and their daughter named Sandrine Ishamwe. 
They face struggles the same as you and me, but their grit and their hope taught me so much about resilience in the face of hardship. For three years now, I've been Sandrine's educational sponsor, giving a little each month to make sure she can attend school consistently and access basic medical needs and other care. My connection with Sandrine and to Rwanda has grown over the years as I've watched Sandrine grow too. Now today, you can transform a student's life in Rwanda through educational sponsorship. Listen, for just $39 a month, you can give the gift of education, the gift of a future, the gift of hope to a young person who has just been waiting for someone to lean in. If you're ready to make that difference, if you're ready to lean in, go to africanewlife.org forward slash Tony and see the students who are waiting for sponsorship. Listen to me. It will change their life, but it'll change yours too. Thank you. This is really good. I'm glad that you're unpacking this because, again, we're introducing you to this audience. And and the reason why I keep saying that is because, number one, what I love so much about the Girlfriends Corner and the tour is I think the tagline is like faith in the city. And there's something special about that because you you and your husband, you guys have been in a lot of secular spaces, in a lot of cities, quote unquote, where we've been in the churches, y'all have been in the city. But what's been beautiful yeah. is that you have always carried the essence of the church into the city. I mean, your, your yeah. husband, I mean, Grammy award winning producer, writer, I, I won't lie. My husband kind of, is it fanboy? I don't know if it's fan, I don't know what they call theirs, admired, I don't know. He was like, bitches! He said, who? He said, you getting April Daniel big shiz that wrote for, for this artist and this artist. And I'm not musical at all. Okay. So I have no idea what's happening. I was like, who now? He's like, yeah, man, Brandy, this artist. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. So when I'm doing my research on you, one of the things that I love so much is all these like secular articles in publishers and TV shows and all these different things. And they're saying these are believers and they've always been very outward about their light and about who God is in their lives. And I'm like, what is even yeah. happening right now? Because we don't get to see that, you know, no. we say, I mean, Justin Bieber be doing his thing. Okay. He, he <laughs> yeah, over here, yeah. you know, but we don't get to see that a lot. We don't get to bring the reality and the truth that, it's not just yeah. us professional Christians who are out yeah. here spreading the gospel to the ends of the earth and following the Great Commission that actually God has anointed each one of us in a very different way to bring Absolutely. the gospel to the ends of the earth. And if we're going to say the ends of the earth, we better include the city and the Grammys. Absolutely. Okay, somebody, we we, <laughs> we need to include all yeah. these spaces. And, and you guys have done that so well. I guess I would just love for you to talk a little bit about that, like holding on to your faith in these spaces. How has that been? It's been a challenge. At okay. Times. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's just be real about it. Okay. Oh, so, yes, it definitely has. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's heart is in aligned with yours and, and, the, yeah. and the purpose behind why you do what you do. Mm. And so you come against a lot of spirits that just, you know, are on assignment, just like you're on assignment. Yep. So, you know, it's like, ah, but other times and the majority of the time, mm -hmm. it has really been just an honor to be used by God in the capacity that we have. Mm. You know, a lot of people think the church is the pulpit. The pulpit is wherever you go. Uh -oh. Be that example, whether you're in the building, whether you're in the studio, whether you're on a set, whether you're at the office, who are you? And yeah. I, I try to live by that, you know, if anybody ever encounters me, I always want them to walk away knowing who I was, yep. regardless of the setting. And so for us, it was always, you know, when we when we first started on the show where people got a chance to really see who LaShawn was married to and this mm. was us, you know, I remember being so nervous because it was mm. like really, really getting ready to be like a fish in a fishbowl <laughs> and the whole world is looking at us. Look, girl, we like, saw. Yeah. We saw with them 300,000 right. followers you got. I'm like, okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> but with that, you know, he would say to me, just be who you are. Mm. And I, I held on to that. And one of the things I admired about him early in his career, when we first started dating, 
he was like, I remember I told God that however you bless me, I will always go and take you with me. Mm. So that has really been the model that I have, you know, molded my walk with. Like, yeah. God, wherever I go, I'm not going to, you know, uh, hide my love for you or be yeah. somebody I'm not to fit in. I'm going to walk through that door boldly being mm. exactly who I'm supposed to be. And being who I've been, being who he was, gave us such an authenticity that yeah. you rarely see. And, you know, that's really how we even got the, well, he was obviously, he was in music. But yeah. for me, the fan base came from just the transparency. Yeah. You know, we weren't afraid to say, hey, you know, on red carpets, oh, you guys look great. So uh, how do you keep it together? We, I remember a time when we were like, keep it together. We wasn't talking till we got on this red carpet <laughs> because he had a set with Being real. Like, that's a real moment. And yeah. so many people can learn something from a realness mm. that, you know, people think you have to have this facade when you come around and be this and perfect. Yep. And, oh, we never argue in our marriage and we never do this. And I'm like, bro, then you're not living because I don't know <laughs> any happily married couple that hasn't had some type of disagreement. What Listen. are you talking about? <laughs> you said that like, you're not living. You know, <laughs> you're not living. Listen. And I'm like, you know, just being... It's such a comfort yeah. when you can be yourself. Yeah. When you have to be something you aren't, Yeah, my God, that is a job all by itself. Mm. And so, you know, I really try to walk in that example of, listen, yeah. this is who I am. Because I say this is who I am, that does not exempt me from the imperfect areas that need work. Yeah. But it's showing you my flaws and all. Yeah. The areas where I may be a little bit, you know, excelling in others, but... Yeah. I'm I'm not ashamed to be who I am because mm. God is working on all of us. And I just think more people need to be motivated to be who they are, but also be accountable in the areas that need to have that accountability. Mm. Gosh, that's so good. You know, when you were talking, I um I started thinking about how difficult I'm sure it is when you are surrounded, when you're on a red carpet, when you're at these award shows, when, I mean, you are just like engulfed in Hollywood, how hard and difficult it is to just maintain your authentic self. No, no, no. I'm going to be honest and vulnerable in a world and in an atmosphere and a culture that wants me to be something that they want. I'm going to maintain yeah. my authenticity, not only in my marriage, but in my personality, yeah. in the way that I carry myself and in my beliefs. Like that's hard yeah. alone. And I, Absolutely. I don't know if my little crazy behind could do it. Okay. I'm a natural people <laughs> pleaser. I'm like, I. you let me out into the world, Lord, he know better because I'm going to become of the world, okay? Next thing you know, I'm stripping out here, okay? It's crazy. That's just, you know, he's like, you know, we need to keep you in the church. You don't have, you don't have no self-control over there, ma'am, okay? Um, but you know, before I met Sean, you know, yeah. I, I, I've always been pretty true to who I was, but I, I had very little tolerance. Yeah. My, my area of grace kind of mm. wasn't existing at yeah. that time. It was just like black and white. If yep. you're going to act crazy, I'm Bye. I, I don't want to. I'm moving on, you know, and I had to learn with him, but God had to give me somebody mm. who would help me to perfect the areas where he saw that yeah. I needed help because mm. if it was up to me, oh, my cutoff game is immaculate. <laughs> I can be like, goodbye, God It's bless. like, ride or die or you're dead to me, okay? Yeah. It's over. Right. <laughs> End of the road, but... You know, when he passed, I had all types of crazy happening. Yeah. But it was almost like he just came and like he, he was no longer LaShawn, mm. but he was all inside of me. Mm. The way I responded, the way I reacted to wow. things, I should have been like, but I was just like, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Oh, it's a, and I was amazing myself, but you know, I had to experience a teacher mm. who was in the form of my husband yeah. to show me where you can soften up in these areas That's or you good. can push yourself further in that. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't really think about that in the mm. main, you know, they just go with the flow or yep. follow the heart. And I'm not saying to not follow the heart, but when I prayed for Sean, I was very specific with my prayers and mm. I knew that the person that I wanted to come into my life would, better me in a way that I yep. couldn't do it on my own. Mm. And so, yeah, it, it definitely was challenging That's at so times, good. but yeah, I thank God for him. Cause it was sometimes where I would be like, and he'd be like, baby, just follow my <laughs> You need to calm like, down. Okay. <laughs> I know my husband, <laughs> I always said, gosh, he's so pure. I don't know how he ended up with me. I just, I was like, Lord, just thank you, Lord. Thank you for him. Yes. 
But you know what? What's interesting is that even when I process your story, like it's got to. I mean, you're in the spotlight. Like I, we, I'm in like a small little spotlight. I'm in like a little regular iPhone spotlight. But you're in the Hollywood spotlight. It's not only difficult to be authentic and to hold on to that, and and thank God for it. I love what you called him, your champion, that kept you grounded through it. But I, but I actually cannot imagine. I really cannot. And I, this is why I'm so glad to dive into this story with you. I can't yeah. imagine grieving and healing in that spotlight. Yeah. I, I mean, think I, I just can't. I, I don't have that context. When I, you know, went through my grief and went through my loss and did so much stuff. Okay. Um, I was a little isolated. Nobody knew Tony Mm -hmm. Collier at that time. I was in a counseling office every week. That was the most I was seen, but you, you've got this massive spotlight on you. And I, I want you to share whatever you feel comfortable sharing, because again, we hold stories here of real brokenness and we give Mm -hmm. guests the option. What, what do you want to share? How do you want to talk about it? Because we just, I mean, we know what it feels like to be on the spotlight. Right. Share as much or as little as you want to share about your champion, your husband, that loss. Mm-hmm. Our, and, and just introduce our listeners to that story. Oh, boy. This mm-hmm. is where I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was, he was everything. Yeah. Even on our worst days, he was everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Our, our love affair was very, very, very quick. Yeah. You know, um, we had met years prior, didn't even realize we met years prior mm. and um, discovered it once we were married that we had even <laughs> met. And, um, you know, with him, he really, mm. he was the best example in all of my 48 years. Yeah, that I have ever seen a Christian walking, mm. and um, what he left me with, what he left our children with, mm-hmm. is bigger than just legacy. Yeah, you know, um, he absolutely was a people person, but yeah. he stood firm on what he believed in. Yeah. He was not shy about his love for God. Mm. He was a man after his own heart. And I just, mm. you know, there wasn't a time where I wasn't proud to be his wife. Yeah. And, you know, don't get me wrong because we, we were like any other couple, you know, you we had disagreements, mm-hmm. you know, for the first maybe three years of our marriage, I think both of us were betting <laughs> on each other. Who leaving? Who is leaving? Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm forcing you to say, <laughs> you know, but even with that, I believe it's only because the enemy knew how powerful we would be together. Mm. And so, Every little thing that he could use to, yep. to make us think, was this a mistake? It was fast. Maybe yep. we didn't get to love each other enough. Was always, you know, showing its ugly face. But yeah. I love God. Um, me following his lead. He mm. was such a great leader at that. Yeah. You know, I, I see often on Instagram, people talk about submission. And I think submission is a beautiful thing when you can trust who you're submitting to. And he was such a person that I never had to second guess anything. I I never, I never had to doubt his word. I never had Mm. to doubt his love for me. I never had to doubt would he be there if he said he like, it it was just such a peace all the way around with the union that, you know, we were able to share. Yeah. Um, I believe that he was um, he was mm. that's good he was a keeper of my heart yeah and he mm. just was patient with me he he loved every flaw (laughs) (laughs) he loved every crazy part of me yeah (laughs) but you know he just man Mm. like I know everybody feels should feel amazing about their husband yeah 
Um, yeah. But, you know, I've seen some husbands <laughs> and huh. I'm like, oh, you signed up for that. <laughs> but, you know, everybody who knew him loved him. Yeah. There really wasn't ever a time where anybody could walk away yeah. or anything ever heard about him where someone would have something negative yeah. to say. It just, it was never. And I know none of us are perfect, Yeah, but he really, he really felt perfect. Oh, that's so good. My, um, my friend Ann says this all the time. She said, sometimes you just encounter people that are like Jesus with skin on. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. gosh, that's what the love of Jesus really looks like manifested. Yeah. Um, I want to say two things to you. Your tears are stunning. It is, um, it's really an honor to hold that, that with you here. Um, and they're just stunning because, I mean, you're in a season of your life where you have fought for the peace that you have. When you celebrate the life of your champion it's not from a victim place yeah it's from a place of victory and victory doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt and that pain wasn't present and that a healing journey wasn't there it means that you've held on to the beauty of who he was and who he is as he's living within you and your sweet kids And come on, April, I just, I'm like breaking all the script right now, but whatever. I just, I know that somebody's listening right now who's been through grief. Yeah. And, and I just hope that it, that the, the pain that is so real and so overwhelming and so daunting feels a little bit lighter knowing that you being brave enough to say this story and to hold this pain is helping somebody right now. Absolutely. Mm. I I think, you know, one of the crazy things was when it happened, Mm -hmm. I really felt like I had no direction. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. Um, this isn't something that's talked about when it is spoken of. We're talking about older couples mm-hmm. or someone who lost a husband after a long battle with yeah. a sickness, like things that you expect in a timely manner than yeah. when it occurred with yeah. them just being 41, you know? Yeah. Um, you definitely just, it, it, it was weird because it, it's like, okay, this, Traumatic thing has happened to me. Mm. There's no one in my family that can speak life into me right now. Nobody. No one's ever been in this position. None of my friends. Um, No one at church. Like, I really felt like I was in a space of just all by myself in that capacity. But one of the things that Sean said to me on our last conversation before he lost his wife was, God has a bigger plan for you. Mm. And I had no idea. We're talking real estate. I, I sell the state part of the <laughs> real estate stuff, you know? Yes. Like, okay. But I remember, Tony, having, I was so thirsty. I was so parched. Like, I had to maybe walk 10 miles in a desert mm. when I came out from that test. And I, it was abnormal. It was just obviously abnormal. I, yeah. I didn't know what it was. I wasn't really trying to figure it out, but it was just really like, hi, I'm here and yeah. I'm not going away. Yeah. And I was talking to Sean while I was feeling this way. And I remember saying to him, I'm just like, really dry. I'm, I'm like, I feel so mm. parched. Like I haven't had anything. And he was like, well, maybe God is telling you to thirst for more. Mm. And I was like, you're always so deep. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you I'm parched. You're talking about Jesus wants you to thirst for more. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. I'm. Mm. You got me thinking. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know where we're going here. (laughs) I don't know, you know. But he said, April, God has a bigger plan for you. He Mm. has something so much bigger for you. And I was just like, 
okay, it was loaded, but I knew the time that we were talking, yeah. he had to get ready to, um, we had a children's transportation um, business. It was yeah. an early business that we had. And so it wasn't quite where it could be, but it was doing well. And yeah. he was adamant about driving for the business. And I'm like, a Grammy Award winner driving? I'm like, what? But that's no. And he's like, yes, no one's going to do it better than me. I'm wow. doing it. Okay. But we were on such a short um, amount, limited time to talk because he was getting ready to get the kids to get on the, the um, bus to, well, on the van for him to drop off. Wow. And so we hung up. But I just remember that was the last thing my husband said to me. Mm. I found an Instagram video where he was singing a song and he said, God will take care of you. Mm. And then it was just like sign. After sign, wow. after sign, after sign, mm-hmm. like within the last month prior to him passing, yeah. where he was leaving me little forget-me-nots, like, you're going to need this. I'm going to leave this here, so wow. when you go back and look, you'll find it. I'm going to leave this here for you if you need it some more. I'm gonna, you know, just all these little treasures. And yeah. so when it happened, as terrible as it was, Mm. I knew, I knew the minute that the coroner came back and told me my husband had passed, mm-hmm. that I was on assignment. I knew without wow. a shadow of a doubt. I fell to the ground mm. and instantly the Holy Spirit said, get up. And they thought I was acting out of shock, but I was coherent. I was, yeah. I was there and there wasn't any out of body experience. And I promise you, from that very moment on, mm. it has all been a sign. He's been showing yeah. me things. He's been confirming things mm. for me. And I knew that if this was this baby that I was carrying yeah. and he allowed me to birth it, it wasn't to hurt me. It wasn't mm. to strip me. It wasn't to make me think less mm. of God. It wasn't to make me think that I did something wrong and I was deserving. Yeah. But it was to help somebody. Mm. Because when it happened to me, I had no one to help me. Mm. And I felt like the assignment was, I need you to be that mouthpiece to let people know that no matter how terrible it looks, how lonely it feels, that I am here. I am holding your hand. I have not let go. And Mm. I'm going to see you through to the very end. And that has been really all that my heart has been set on Mm. with my willingness to share. Sometimes I, I, I get on here and I'll talk and, you know, on social media and I'm not really led to talk from my own personal agenda, but mm. God is like, they need to see you. They mm. need to see you smiling. They need to see you laughing. They need to, somebody needs to see this. Wow. And, you know, I've just been obedient. This yeah. is the result of someone obedient because Ooh. I'm still healing. Yeah. It still hurts. Yeah. I still cry. Yeah. I'm still very lonely. Yeah. But, this is assignment. Ooh. And we know that on the other side of fear, yep. there's something great. On the other side of obedience, there's a blessing. Yeah. And if I can be a blessing to someone else, because yeah. God knows when this happened, I was like, I have no one who can talk me through this thing. Yeah. Ooh, April, there's so much. There's just so much I want to say. I One, I just, there's so much confirmation in why you were supposed to be in this season. The, our whole theme is brave enough to be broken. That it doesn't take courage to be cute, okay? And perfect. That it takes real courage and bravery to say, I'm still lonely. It still hurts. There are still days that I cry. Yeah. But I'm on assignment I've got something to be done here. God has called me to this. And the truth is, this is the second thing I want to say. We admire people like you. Come on. Like when we see the stories on Instagram and social media where it's like, I'm battling cancer. This has happened in my life. I just lost a spouse. I'm grieving. I'm still here. We're like, oh, wow. Like, look at that person. And we need these stories. We need these we pillars do. of light like you who who are standing yeah. up and saying, we don't have to discount our pain. We don't have to leave it. We don't have to stuff yeah. it anywhere. It doesn't have to hide in nobody's closet. It can come with you and you can still hold mm-hmm. your head up high. Yeah. And 
And the third thing I want to say that that validates so much of what you said Many of us listening right now, including you, I'm sure you know about the five stages of grief. You know, they talk about denial and sadness and yeah. all the embarking and all the things. And it's not, you know, linear. It goes kind of in a circle and then you can bounce back yeah. from whatever. Well, David Kessler, um, an incredible psychologist, he um, came up with the sixth step of grief. And it, it kind of clefts off of the grief cycle. And it is living a life of meaning. It's helping others. And that is what you're doing. You you yeah. aren't just, you haven't just stopped grieving. And I think yeah. people, we get embarrassed by that, you know? There's something in us that says, okay, well, I got to be real sad around everybody and real yeah. down so that they can accept that I'm actually grieving. No, grieving can also look like living a life of meaning. And April, that is what you're doing. Yeah. A life of meaning. You know? My husband's friend, um, Major, the um, recording artist, he reached out to me. And, I love him. You know, we love Major. He was like, um, What you doing? And I said, You know, I'm just trying to get it together. And yeah. um, Travis Green was in concert, mm. I think it was in DC. And I felt my spirit saying, Go, mm. go. But then my flesh was like, It's too soon to be going out and be seen. Mm-hmm. You just lost your husband. Yeah. Go, go. You don't need to go. So I was really like on this this tug of war, like, go, don't go. Maybe I should go. Don't go. You know? Yes. And when he called, I shared that with him. And he was like, what? Go. Mm. He was like, matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to arrange everything for you to go. Oh. He said, sister, keep living. Mm. And that has rung with me ever since. Because I think naturally, a party wants to die with that person. Mm. And... The guilt, the love, yeah. it's a combination of things that just mm. makes you feel like, well, what do I have, you know, what, why should I keep going? What do I have mm. to live for? But as long as there's breath in you, there's assignment, there's mm. purpose. Yeah. You need to keep going. And I think that people who have lost a spouse need to know that that's okay. Mm. It's not an ounce of doubt in me that thinks that Sean would want me. Matter of fact, we talked about when this time was to come yeah. and you know, we both wanted each other to be happy and yeah. to keep thriving and to keep living, whatever that meant. Yeah. And so even though I knew that yeah. my flesh was like, yeah, no, you better not. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. You know, no, I can't do that yet. But it took him to really kind of jumpstart what I knew, mm. but to just, come at the time that he did and it was just it was nobody but God because it was just perfect I don't believe in coincidence you know he knew who I I need what I needed to hear he sent major to to give me that word Mm. and so you know I've been living I have been living and I've been living unapologetically I I know that you know maybe on the outside looking in it looks like I've stopped grieving you know like you said it continues you know and some days are great days Great weeks, great months, and then I can have six bad days yeah. or twenty bad days. Yeah. It doesn't matter, but it's 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 definitely a cycle, mm. it's a roller coaster ride, and you really just don't know what you're going to get yeah. at every turn. But when you walk with God, come on, it don't take away all the stuff that we wish it could take away. Yeah, but it makes the process mm. better. It makes the process sweeter. It makes the process feel insulated yeah. with love with the the type of comfort Mm. and the knowing that I'm not alone physically yes, to a certain degree, but he's been everything I need in this moment because I can keep going. I am going, you know, I see the evidence every day. And if I had allowed my flesh to trick me into stop living, I don't know what I would have looked at, looked like today. Come on. But I think it's, important to have people around you that know how to speak life into areas that Mm. may be dying or may be dry you know they're they're everybody can't speak into your life um i learned really quickly with the loss of my husband that some of the people and friends and associates that i thought would be for a lifetime or longevity that they the, the, it was time for them to leave because what was required, they couldn't give me. Mm. And so new people stepped yep. up 
and Absolutely. were able to fill those voids. Yep. But God has never left me without. Mm. He just has. And, you know, I don't think that the experiences he gives us in life, he will leave us abandoned to where mm. we don't know how to move on. We don't know which step to take next. Yeah. And we don't know how to be kind and gentle to ourselves to yeah. acknowledge this is a healing process. Come on. I don't have to put on lipstick and do my hair and get in front of the public and look like I got it all together because yeah. I don't. And I'll be the first one to tell you, hey, I don't. <laughs> no, today's a good day. But yesterday wasn't such but a great day. But yesterday wasn't good. Yeah. That's so good. But just having that honest circle around mm. you means a lot that's so, so good yeah i'm just april thankful. daniels come on <laughs> i knew it okay i got three things and then i'm gonna let you go number okay. one i always love to acknowledge god winks and as soon as you said this line i said oh this is a god wink we're supposed to be here this okay. is why god doesn't do things on accident um when i graduated high school i left my parents house at 16 i was crazy girl i was just wild drugs all the things they didn't even know and um, my dad got on the mic maybe for the first time. He was very verbally abusive and um, just never proud. The one thing he said to me that I'll never forget because it was the first time he gave me any encouragement. He said, um, hey, man, when you go out into the world, I want you to, to just remember this right here. When all else fails, keep living. And I actually wow. have it tattooed on my side. I know. Wow. And so when you said it, I kind of like perked up and I was like, oh. I have not heard anyone yes. say that. And I have keep yes. living. Tattoo, tat it up right there on the side. So I just love that God wink. I want to acknowledge that those things do happen. And it it's do. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, before I let you go, April, I, I want, yes. I would love, I mean, you've been on a healing journey. I know that. And, and we talk a lot about that on the show. Um, and then we get practical. We just, we leave one practical tip because people are on the edge of their seats with your story. They didn't blew their nose 15 times. And... <laughs> And we want to leave people with tangible stuff. If there was one thing that you could tell the person practically that's grieving, that's experienced loss, what would you tell them to do? I would tell them to keep a log mm. of every time that God has shown up in their life. Wow. Yep. So that they can remember the history that they have with God. Mm. Because there will be times where Everything around us will make us easily forget mm. all of the wonderful times. You know how that is. You know how yep. if I can do one thing wrong and we'll hear about that one thing they did oh, wrong. Yep. But that 50, those 50 things they did right. I just have to. Oh, yeah. That's good. Keeping a log of your history with God mm. so that when you are at your lowest, you can go back to that log and yeah. you can just go through it and remember he has never left you. Mm. But if he did it then, he can do it now mm. and he will do it now. Good. And I think that, you know, it's a simple step, but it's, it's so valuable. It's yeah. priceless. That's so good, April. Okay, I'm going to do yeah. this a little differently. We usually do two okay. things to close out. I usually have you um, take a moment, the guests take a moment, and speak to the person that's grieving, that's in a hard season right now, that's in a valley. I want to do that a little differently. Okay. I would love for you to speak to... April on the dark days, what does she need to hear? Wow. April on the dark days. Mm. I'm going to say it just like I would mm. to April, to myself, like I have, like I do. Mm. Girl, get up. Mm. Get up right now. Get up. You have stuff to do. God is not done. Do it scared. Mm. Do it uncertain. But do not not do it. Mm. Take that step. Do what you need to do. Give yourself 20, 30 minutes, even an hour. But get yourself together. Show up where you need to show up and complete what you need to complete. Mm -hmm. So that today will be a day that you have walked in excellence. Not perfection, but excellence to do what is needed. Mm -hmm. For you to do what God has for you. Mm -hmm. That is what I tell myself. Yeah. Actually, I told myself that yesterday. Oh, that's good. Because I was having a day. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to stay in this bed and not mm. get up. And then I said, girl, get up. <laughs> get up right get now. Get your like, tail okay. up. I love that. All the way. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, April, yeah. can you pray for us? 
Yeah. Mm. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to tell my story, to share with Tony's viewers, listeners, and just to be able to be myself, Lord. I thank you for creating spaces where my story gets to touch many. Mm. And I pray, Father God, that anybody that hears the story is encouraged by something I said, that it helps them in their journey of healing grieving and just recognizing that you are not done, Father God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you continue to have your way in each and everybody's life that listens. I pray, Father God, that you continue to speak to them, whisper, let their posture be aligned to be able to hear the whispers, Father God. Mm -hmm. May you get the glory in all that you have set before us to go through and to come out, Lord. We know that you will forever hold our hands and that you are a trusting and loving God that does not allow their children to fall astray and to to get lost and what it is that you have for our lives, Lord. And so I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the blessing. I thank you, Father God, for the grief because it is stretching me and making me into something that I had no idea that I could ever be. Lord, I praise your mighty name and I thank you for this platform that Tony has created. I thank you for her ministry, Lord Jesus. It is true that broken crayons still color. Mm-hmm. And I pray that everybody who gets the opportunity to hear that recognizes it and that they embrace that knowing that you are not done, that you can take everything that they've gone through, good, bad, indifferent, mm-hmm. ugly, and know that nothing is wasted. We thank you, Lord, for all that you are and all that you continue to be in your mighty name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. April, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Thank you for having me. It was special. That was a special episode. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am so absolutely grateful to hold the stories of brokenness that we get to share with you and the honor that it is to point you to both resources and ultimately to our source, Jesus Christ. If you can't get enough of the show, we'd love for you to leave a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and spread the word. If you've got someone in your life who you think would benefit from this show, don't keep it from them. And if Instagram is your thing, I want you to meet me there at Tony J. Collier. I'm a little wild, so buckle up. We'll see you next time as we all lean into the stories that help us claim hope and grit over our own lives. See you soon. The Still Coloring Podcast is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. It's produced and edited by Angie Elkins. The music is by Sam Collier of A Greater Story. Artwork is done by Natalie Maxey of Nueva Creative. The show notes are by Allie Young of Wild Young 3. And I am your host, Tony Collier. And I want to remind you that you can heal and find hope and grit right in the middle of it.